CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. Episode 30. We're 30 episodes in. That means we've been doing this for 30 weeks, give or take a couple weeks that we skipped. Yeah. Awesome. Over half a year. Over half a year. That's... (laughs) Seems like we just started. I know. (laughs) First off, everyone can quit harassing us when this podcast episode doesn't come out at midnight. We'll get it to you on the Monday, just... Chill we'll, out. We'll try to get it to you on the Monday. That's always but the we goal. But ap- we appreciate your accountability. Do we? <laughs> I'm joking. We do. It's nice to be wanted. <laughs> <laughs> they want to hear our voices, I guess. Got a voice for radio. <laughs> oh, man. Ay, ay, ay. All right. What's our topic today? Um, Quitting. Giving up. Throwing the towel in. Yeah. Just generally ending your relationship with the gym. Do you think we could also like make that like quitting on maybe your nutrition program or like giving up a goal that you had? Could that also? Absolutely. Okay. I think the route, you know, that I'm going to kind of talk about uh, can apply to anything because the principles are all the same. It could even extend outside the gym into things you might do into real life. Just quitting in general. Why do you think that becomes an option for people? Because it's easy. Good. I'm glad you said that. Well, it's easy, right? Like things get difficult or less fun or feel like a chore, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it doesn't have the allure that it once had. And Mm -hmm. so the easy route out is, well, let's just stop doing it. But that is not always, and I'm going to say not always because sometimes, and I would say that's a very small percentage, it is the right path. But most times it's not the right path. I have have a question. I'm just trying to think of how to word it. I guess quitting in terms of being the right path, maybe quitting what you're doing, but finding an alternative route to achieving what you're trying to do. Does that make sense? That would be one principle I would apply. Okay, I won't jump ahead. Or one Sorry. tactic, yeah. <laughs> back up, back up. Oh, eager Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so if somebody comes to you and says they want to quit or give up, whether it be a goal or the gym or their nutrition, whatever it is, what do you usually say to them? Like why? 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 Why do you think, like what's going on? why are you wanting to do this? What is going on in your life or what's going on at the gym or with your nutrition or et cetera, et cetera, that has brought you to this decision? Can I guess what the most common answer is? Go. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That would probably be one. And I would tie that in with I'm failing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Would be the other one. Or like, I'm not getting better or I'm not losing weight. Like there's lots seeing of different results. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeing results. Sorry. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's always my first question. And those are generally the answers that come with it. And usually this conversation that then follows, you know, is me just kind of, or whoever, whichever staff or coach Mm -hmm. or, you know, business employer or whatever the person is that you're speaking to should try to dive in a little bit deeper and see if we can figure out what exactly is going on and, you know, kind of cover some different avenues to see if you've done everything that you possibly could. When I think I bring up the I don't know answer, because again, it goes back to it's an easy answer to give. Also, yeah, right? that's like a great point. I want to quit. Well, why? I don't know. Like, like you're like, you do know, you just don't want to. Or maybe you just find it difficult to actually go through the process of yes. like uh, eliminating what is and what isn't working and why those things might be working. Yeah, it and just not comes working. back to being easier to saying, I don't know, instead of diving in to find out the root cause of what's going on. I think people just don't like being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that uncomfortable can look like many different things, but in this sort of um, conversation or context, you know, uncomfortable is, is just like having to self assess. Yeah. And it's just easier to either say, I don't know, or blame it on someone else. I think someone or something. Yeah. yeah not take responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after you kind of asked that person, why they feel like they need to quit. What's the next kind of pathway for them? Like in terms of. Well, I kind of want to know, like, is the, is the way that they're feeling something that is in this moment Mm -hmm. or has this been something that is sort of influenced by maybe something else that's going on in their life Mm -hmm. or has this been brewing for a while and building up for a while? Like, are there things that have caused this or are there things you're not doing You know, there's a lot of different factors that can go into that, but I want to know if this is just something in the moment. Like maybe you just had a string of a couple of weeks where your workouts felt like shit Mm -hmm. or, you know, you had a hard time getting back on your nutrition wagon. So you automatically feel like you're just failing at it. Mm -hmm. So obviously that's a in the moment type of feeling as where some negative things have happened and that's your reaction to it versus, you know, a lack of effort or, you know, maybe your work life outside of the gym is a lot more stressful, you know, and you're carrying that stress with you. You know, there's lots of different reasons that something like this could come up. And I just want to know, like, if if it's a reactionary thing or if it's not. And I would say, like, are you usually drawing it to, like, a perspective thing if it tends to be that in the moment? Yeah, sometimes. Kind of thing. You know, and you're kind of evaluating this person's ability to to adapt mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, like I'm just thinking if someone's coming to you because their workouts have been shitty for like a month, well, hey, you got to work out in still, right? Like it, they don't, they're not all going to be like your very best workout. And I think I, that comes back to that perspective thing, right? I used to, I used to have this rule of fives. That used to be mm-hmm. one of my Terranisms. So every one in five workouts would be a good workout, like not necessarily a great workout, but the other four workouts are probably going to be not that great. Right. And that just means that like we can't be awesome all the time. And mm-hmm. when those really great ones come around, like maybe when you hit a PR, like they're rare and few and far between, especially the longer that you've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as you've been doing this longer, you kind of maybe don't hit those excitement points along the way. So is that why you're feeling this way? have you been coming to the gym consistently? That's also something else. Like, Mm -hmm. 
your lack of results if you've only been coming once or twice a month or once or once or twice a week when you normally were coming five, six days a week, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of have to play all the variables here. Yeah. So, you know, just sitting down and taking a whole honest assessment of like, what has changed about where you currently are since you started feeling this way? What has changed outside of the gym? You know, are you way more stressed at work? Do you have other things going on with maybe your family or your relationships or, or things like that? Because absolutely that will play an impact on your ability to put a great effort out on the floor or just to shut your mind off for an hour, you know? Mm-hmm. So just some simple things like that. What if like things out, like what if things have changed, then where can I direct my attention to? Well, things you can control, first of all, first and foremost, always. And you hear me harp on that all the time. So things you can control, like, so let's take our nutrition clients, for example. Um, You know, I had one client who, you know, we had made a switch from maybe the way she had started out doing nutrition and was comfortable with. And then we made a switch to a way she was kind of a little bit more uncomfortable with. And then we had some family emergencies come up, COVID hit where, you know, she wasn't contact with somebody who might've been positive. So that kind of pulled away Mm -hmm. her away from work and stress with that. So all these lifestyle things or like external things affecting her and, or just anyone in general. And it's easy just to throw the towel in and be like, you know what? I can't handle focusing on my nutrition right now. So I'm just going to go and eat bag chips. Mm -hmm. But like, there are so many things that you can do that are within your control. You know, a, like some of the methods that we use in our nutrition coaching practice are pretty simple. You know, they're not hard. Yeah. Like in terms of like making your plate and selecting different types of foods, you know, those types of things, getting water in, like that's something you can control. Mm-hmm. Sleep is hard when you're stressed, but you know, you don't have to stay up till midnight watching Netflix, for example, make yeah. a better choice at night. Um, you know, getting out for a, a low intensity walk, that's something you can control versus just being super high strung all day. You know, so there's lots of different little things that you can focus on that are within your control. When you talk about the gym or something not going right in the gym, it's like, well, are you getting to the gym? Like, are you booking yourself in even? Mm -hmm. If you're totally avoiding that step, then you've taken the accountability piece out of it to yourself. Like booking yourself in is one of the first steps. Like as soon as you have that appointment booked, you're more, you're already, I'd say like, 75% 75% more likely to show up just because you've booked it. Like that's an yeah. active commitment to yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, so what are you doing within that hour types of things? There's lots of things within your control. And that would always be my first and foremost, like plan of action, I guess. When those are choices too, right? You yeah. have to be willing to make those choices. And I think once you kind of start making those harder choices, then it, becomes easier to get back into that routine. And again, too, like just going back to people's ability to, to adapt. And that's not necessarily like, oh, I like automatically you just, okay, I, I'm not good at adapting. Like, no, that's a learned practice, yes. right? And so by choosing to do something differently in this instant, you're building your ability to adapt. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just happen overnight. So if I need assistance in adapting... <laughs> Because making those choices is hard. What are some 
resources or tools I could use for that? Well, obviously like reach out first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Like if you just throw in the towel and don't talk to anybody, anybody about it, Mm -hmm. you haven't given yourself an opportunity to even develop a plan, right? right? Like if something is wrong, let's fix it. Or at least let's try to fix it instead of just walking away from the problem. So that would be my first thing is like either reach out to the coach or staff, or maybe you need like a buddy or your, your family, you know, just to be like, like, obviously your family knows that the gym or whatever it is that you're doing is important to you. And I mean, I don't know about their spouses or whatever, but I know that when I'm struggling and I just say it to Mark, like, like, like he obviously knows that it's important to me. And if I say like, I'm having a hard time with this, he's the first one to be like, all right, what do you need from me to help make this different? You know? So having that person, whoever that person is for you is important. But then too, like ask the coach, like bring it up with a coach, you know, whether it's myself or any of the rest Mm -hmm. of the staff, like we're here to help. And that means more than just running you through a workout. Right. And we don't know what, if something's going wrong, unless you tell us like, we can't read your mind and there's no shame in that. Like we've been doing this for 10 years. I've heard everything. Mm -hmm. I've either heard everything or I've experienced it myself. Right. You know, so that's the first thing. Like, well, I think even to reaching out to somebody in class who you typically go to class with and asking them for help. Um, I kind of have seen that happen along the lines, even this last week, just people saying, Oh, Hey, you made it. I'm glad you made it. Or like, just when are you coming next? Like, I can't wait to see you next time. And just helping each other stay accountable coming to class is huge. Yeah. And then like what happens within that class Mm -hmm. You know, now you've got two people that are a little bit more bonded together and they're probably more likely to hold each other more accountable within the class too. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. So what if I've tried that and it's like, it's not working. I still want to give up. Then maybe you just need a different approach. What does that look like? Well, it depends what the problem is. Like, so maybe your concern is your lack of results. Okay. So a, let's sit down and talk about what you're currently doing and let's look at why it's not working or why you think it's not working. I guess is a a more important word in there. You know, like, do we have a way to measure the success of what it is that you're measuring? Mm -hmm. You know, is it like you're, you feel like you're just not getting stronger. Okay. Well, let's reevaluate some of the things that we might've done that could potentially change your perspective or, you know, maybe we need some extra focus work. Mm-hmm. So maybe you need a, a 30 minute skill session once a week just to come in and get some more focused attention on something that you enjoy doing that is going to help you feel more productive. Or maybe it's just like the class isn't doing it for you right now. And you just need to make sure that you're getting to the gym and you need that higher level of accountability. Awesome. Let's do some one-on-one stuff. Yeah. And that way we can tailor that program to something that is you're going to enjoy something that you specifically need and want to be doing. And that is going to help you feel successful, you know? So, and I talk about this with a lot of my nutrition clients, but like give yourself that opportunity to just build some momentum because momentum builds confidence. And right now you're coming to me because you're lacking some confidence, no matter what the problem is, like whether, you know, it doesn't matter what the issue is. You've got a confidence problem here too. You know, you just need some momentum. So Mm -hmm. let us build that momentum in potentially a different way. Maybe you just need to focus on something different. Like maybe you, or maybe you're not focused at all. That would also be another one I would say. Like maybe your attention is going 10 different ways. Like one day you're focused on running as fast as you can, running a 5K and the next day you want to deadlift 500 pounds. Like 
like let's let's just steer the car down the road the right way and have a little bit more focus on what it is that we're trying to do. Or I think it can go back to our goal setting episode where you're too focused on like that 500 pound deadlift and maybe you need to be focused on smaller little bite-sized chunks of that 500 pound deadlift. And let's take it one further step. Maybe you actually need a goal. That too. Like I know there are plenty of people within the membership that don't have any goals set for them. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's the thing that's causing the problem Mm -hmm. is that you just feel like you're going through the motions because you haven't actually sat down to think about what you want out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, and that doesn't mean that you necessarily need to strive for some sort of lift or some gymnastic movement or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like maybe that's just like focusing on a consistency piece or you know, whatever it might be. It doesn't necessarily always always need to be something tangible, but at least you have something in the back of your mind for why you're, why you're coming and why you're doing what you're doing. Like maybe it's health related. Like maybe you've got some health shit going on. Well, it obviously being here beats sitting on the couch and not doing anything about it. Yep. I'm on my soapbox. Yeah. I just, you know what? It's, it's hard. You know, there's, and I'm by no means. And let me just make this clear by no means am I standing on some kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know what, some kind of cliff or something saying like, I'm the best and I've never quit anything and, you know, do as I say, like, absolutely. I've gone through the, the realms of wanting to throw the towel in and not do what I'm doing because it's hard, Mm -hmm. you know, or I don't feel like doing this. Mm -hmm. But when you sit down and you think about why these things aren't working for you, and maybe just build a different plan, like come at it from a different way. Like I know that, so and maybe I'll just share this personal example, but when I finished competing, when I decided that I was going to like quote unquote retire, I was tired of CrossFit. And that's a hard thing to do as the owner of the company where you like don't want to do anything about CrossFit yet here you are preaching that CrossFit is the best thing since sliced bread. And yet in and out, like I, I didn't want to be in the gym I didn't want to be near a class like coaching classes was hard enough for me because I just I was so fatigued from CrossFit because Mm -hmm. for six years of my life, that's what I was doing for so many hours of my day, you know, and so I just stepped away and went about a different route. Like my training was still CrossFit, but it was just put together differently so that I could learn to enjoy it again. Yeah. And that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And yet here I am like I love being in the class. You know, so it all comes around. Mm-hmm. But if I would have thrown in the towel, like had I been a regular member, not the owner, because obviously I can't just quit. But, you know, I I miss, I would have missed out on some really great opportunities to still continue my progress. Yeah. And all it did was like, I just had to reach out to my coach and just be like, listen, like I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't know why I'm doing it because I'm not training for to compete or anything like not having fun. I don't want to be in the gym. And he was like, Hey, no worries. Like, let's try this. Mm -hmm. And I think too, if, because often I find people who are in these, this type of position, they're in that sort of negative headspace and like blaming other, like blaming situations on things that they're not doing. But if you can take the time to like focus on something unrelated to yourself. So maybe showing up to the gym is so that you can help support others in the class or so that you can um, 
meet the new members and get to know other people. Hey, maybe your goal is to go to a different class every day of the week and just meet new people and like kind of take it away from yourself and give you something externally to focus on as opposed to yourself and what's not working for you. I like that. That's a good one. Because there definitely are people that rely on others without them even knowing it, for yeah. one. Well, and I think we just get so caught up in our own negativity and what's not working for us. And I'm not seeing these results in that. And sometimes you just got to take a step back and go celebrate others and just kind of get some energy from them. And that like kind of reminder of why you come. And yeah. Yeah. And I'll, like at the for people that have been here for a long time, and we talked about this last week, is that a lot of it becomes mental health. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you do have some shitty things happening in your real life. Like I'm not trying to take away from that, but at least being in the gym and around other people or, you know, whatever, at least keeps that a positive thing. Mm -hmm. And if it's still not a positive thing, then I guess that's the point at which you need to have that. I need help conversation. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's okay. I didn't have fun either. So maybe it is a goal thing and and figuring out what that goal is. And let's say it's like a personal goal that you're trying to achieve. What So if I've narrowed it down to I need a goal and that's what's going to be motivating for me, what would my next step sort of be to move forward with that? We need to find out what it is you want to do first. Or we pass that part. Well, let's say I have found out what I wanted to do. So then what? build a plan. Like you have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, first off, go and listen to our goal setting episode, <laughs> both of them, because they're yes. very extensive in like how to set that plan up. Yeah. You know, then have that plan because then that, that plan, at least you've got daily things that you can do or weekly things that you can be doing and also ways to measure, to know that you're either being successful or still on track towards it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it comes back to like having those bite-sized pieces versus that big lofty goal in front of you. You know what? This is a, it's a very real conversation. You know, like these are things Mm -hmm. that come up quite, I don't want to say quite frequently because obviously our, let me, let me just bring that back. That sounds bad, but like we have, I want to say we have this conversation numerous times over the past 10 years. You know, like mm-hmm. people just get fatigued, especially mm-hmm. when you've been a member for mm-hmm. five, six years, you're doing the same thing day in, day out, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you're going to come to this point. Mm-hmm. And I think the ones, like I said, that are a little bit better at adapting will handle this situation a little bit better. And the ones that need to practice, it still kind of need that help and guidance to get through it. And that is okay because we don't build that adaptability without actually practicing it. Mm-hmm. If we just throw in the towel, you know, and not seek out some of the different sort of things we talked about, then what really have you done for yourself? You've taken something that could be potentially very positive out of your life and replaced it with what? For some, nothing. I'd say for most, nothing. Mm -hmm. I think too, and like not to draw in the negatives to it, um, if you look at what would giving up look like? Like Yeah, like what's the alternative? Yeah, like what are you losing 
for and for a lot of people it's touches on the community um and you're losing that opportunity to be active in your day like what are those things that you're going to be giving up if you do quit yeah and is it worth quitting and losing that or is it worth putting in that extra bit of time and effort to figure out how to find motivation again or set a goal or look at what's going on in your life and maybe doing some work in other areas of your life to help support what's going on at the gym or your nutrition or whatever it is. It's a, it's okay to ask for help at the end of it, you know? Mm -hmm. No, for sure. It's okay. It's okay to feel this way and it's okay to ask for help. And I, I wouldn't say it's like, an overnight kind of process either. Oh, absolutely not. Because I can arguably say I am still trying to figure out what's going to get me motivated to get back into working out consistently and be consistent with my nutrition. And I think that's been like an ongoing thing for a month and still trying to figure all that stuff out. So it's not this like, oh, hey, I need some help. And all of a sudden it's fixed. And it's like a trial and error thing too. I would say. Yeah. And part of that too, though, in our conversation, it's never been like, Hey, I'm failing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you've accepted their, the responsibility that like, yeah. yeah, my attention is drawn elsewhere in my mm-hmm. life right now. And I don't have the attention or I haven't been putting the attention on some of these other things. And as a result, they're falling a little bit behind, but like mm-hmm. you're aware of it mm-hmm. and you know that they are things you want to change. Yeah. So it's not just like, Oh, I'm like I'm failing at this. I suck at this. Like I'm just done. Yeah. And I think personally I use the word like priority a lot. And then it's like, and I've said to you, like nutrition is not a priority for me right now in a sense of how dialed in it has been in the past. And you kind of have to sit with that and decide if you're comfortable saying that, like, is it okay for me to sit here and be like, nutrition's not a priority. Well, I don't really like that. So then I have to kind of reassess how I can make it more of a priority than it is right now. To a level that you're comfortable right, with. Exactly. Right, exactly. And now all of a sudden you feel a little bit more successful about it because you've made it appropriate for where you are right now. Yeah, and brought some attention to it. Yeah. And the same thing goes with working out. Like working out is not a priority, but I don't like those words coming out of my mouth. So it's like, okay, well, what can I do to make it somewhat of a priority or like tolerable to where I'm at. And okay. So let's visit that for a second. (laughs) No, but like when we talk about asking for help, you know, and we've talked about this on the podcast before is like, it was, that was something that you did, you know, when you started working here full time, it was like, Mm -hmm. okay, like I need your help. Mm -hmm. Can we work out in the mid afternoon? Because that's the time that works for me. And I'm trying to get, you know, three to five workouts in and I won't do it alone. And so here I am support a friend, try and no, but that's what I mean. Like no, you just, yeah. you need that buddy or that, that supportive person in your life yeah. that can help enable you. Yeah. And if you don't have that person, like if you look through your life right now and you, you feel like you don't have that person, there are four people at the helm of our place that are in your corner Yeah. and all you have to do is ask. And I'm sure you can find a handful more if you look at the people who stand in class beside you. Absolutely. You just got to ask. Why do you think that asking is the hardest part? Um, Because I think as a society, we try to be perfect and not fail at things and not 
need help. I think that's just in us. Yeah. I agree. To not want to do that, but I think to ask for help. I think you can go back to like Cam's episode about like talking about mental health. Well, this is no different. We just need to talk about failure and needing support and help from others. Right. Yeah. I agree. I always, I always say life ebbs and flows and like, you just got to go with it. Right. Yep. (laughs) You've heard that one from (laughs) mouth a few times. It's like, there's going to be times in your life when things are really awesome and everything kind of falls in line. And there's going to be times in your life where nothing is falling in line, but that's okay. Like we can work through that stuff. We just might need a different approach and that's okay. Yeah. And I think it takes a long time to accept and understand that. Yep. And try, like you said, trial and error. And so oh, what you sure. try something different and Hey, that doesn't work. Hey, that's okay. So now we try plan B and we C, D, we go down the list until we find something that makes you feel a little bit better about what you're doing. And eventually you work your way back up that ladder or maybe you never do. And that's okay too. And just like on that note, I think Bright Spot Fridays are really helpful for Absolutely. a process like this for a hundred percent. Absolutely. And I, Absolutely. And it just, it's so, it's so powerful because yeah. we get so caught up focusing on the negative, yeah. right? All of the negatives in all parts of our life. And for five minutes on a Friday, you're being asked to look yeah. back and find the small wins, the bigger, small wins, like probably even more importantly, the smaller wins. For sure. Because those are the ones that speak magnitudes because you're really not looking for them in the moment. And the more that you do this, the more habitual it comes And then you look back on that and you're like, okay, well, now I'm starting to see a lot more positive out of these circumstances that seem pretty negative. Mm -hmm. It was just a little side tangent. but No, but it was great. Oh, thanks. It was a good point. Thanks. Good point. Not discussed in our pregame. Nope. (laughs) Any other thoughts on quitting? No. I Obviously, I don't like quitting. No, you're not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. You know, but I have quit. Like, like There's I said, a time I'm, and a place. I think, yeah, too, though, right? I'm not going to stand up here and say that I'm absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, but I, I really do feel that working through our problems gives us the ability to grow. There you go. And I'm all about growth. If you know anything about me. Yep. <laughs> all right. So we always end something for our listeners. So we're gonna throw sort of the feedback loop open to our listeners, you know, maybe share with us a moment where you might've had thoughts like this and what has helped you sort of stay on track or get back on track. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a gym thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like maybe it was a situation. job. Maybe you wanted to quit your job or something, or I don't know. It doesn't matter what the situation is, but if there's been a tough moment in your life where you needed to work through it and want, you wanted to throw in the towel, what did you do that might have changed your approach to it? You look like you have something. To I, say. I do. I, and it's interesting because I always kind of reference kids and stuff, but like, if, what would you do if like your kid wanted to quit something? Cause I'm going to guess you probably wouldn't let your kid quit just like that. But yet, is it okay to let yourself quit just like that? And on those deep notes, <laughs> all right, episode 30, we're talking about quitting or throwing the towel in. So thanks for listening to us. Thanks for holding us accountable.